0: Welcome to another episode of Sub Tours. It is now 2024. Woo! It's a new year. We have a new episode. I'm your host, Misha. I'm May. and we are going to be talking about a movie that is near and dear to our hearts. It is. It is
1: it or the whatever it was based on was really near and dear to our hearts.
0: That is true, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But, but wait,
1: I have a question. Yes. Why aren't you in pink? It's Wednesday. Jesus Christ. you can't sit here. you have to like me it's
0: not lunchtime so I'm not breaking the rules. okay, okay? Oh, okay. It, it, it sure. is dinner time. it's Wednesday. I am not wearing pink but okay, it's not pink. lunchtime. We're not in the cafeteria. so I'm good. I'm good. Okay. We're safe. We're safe. You but don't need to be mean. Girl <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Fine,
0: fine, fine. <laughs> You guys look great. Um, We are joined today with one of our favorite content creators. Hello, Handwich.
1: Hi. Hello. Yay. I'm so happy. Like I think this is the perfect episode to actually have another girl on here. Sorry, Anja. Wherever you are. Hello.
0: Yeah, you're not girl enough.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) And you are? That's why you're
0: here. That didn't go the way i thought <laughs> it would
1: but yes uh yeah and just just uh big dead yeah doing yeah. stuff but yeah we have han here today so excited she completely dressed the part i'm so happy
0: i Thank said so i much. was sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was not a passive-aggressive jab uh, but no
0: nope, that was. was a straight jab that wasn't passive-aggressive <laughs>
1: right in the jugular i'm not <laughs> really?
0: wearing pink unfortunately I also did not wear pink at the premiere of the movie that we're gonna be talking about today what day was it it was Thursday oh, so funny. I didn't break any rules that's fine. and um, but I did not use my ponytail allowance for that day either
2: okay good so for you. I
0: got six more days where I can do that
1: okay good for you
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh crap I'm wearing jeans today it's not Friday
0: it's okay it's okay I forgive you but you can't <laughs> wear track pants anymore <laughs> <laughs> In case you guys have not guessed, we are talking about the 2024 remake of Mean Girls. Yeah. Yeah. And we are excited to talk about this because as we mentioned, we love the 2004 version with Lindsay Lohan and Rachel McAdams and everybody else in that one. The new one is based on the 2018 Broadway musical, which unfortunately I haven't seen. Me neither. But I think Han can walk us through it because she's memorized it pretty much.
3: Cool. That's a lot of pressure. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Not at all, not at all. You'll be fine. So, without any further ado, run the music. All right, so how are you guys doing? It is a new year and we're going to be talking about a film based on a 20-year-old movie. Fuck you. <laughs> I I can't believe that Mean Girls came out in oh 2004. It's
1: like it's like start of the year the first movie I was looking forward to and that it just had to remind me that Mean Girls from 2004 was 20 years ago. So Oh
0: my god. <sighs> 20 years. I <sighs> I saw this in the cinema.
1: Me too. <sighs> <Christ. laughs> Can't say
3: anything about that. I was eight.
1: Oh my God. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I feel older. older. Oh. But, okay. I want to ask you, when did you first encounter the original? And how? If you were that young when it came out?
3: I think I watched the original when I was in high school. When... Well, it, they were all in high school. So it was pretty relevant. And... Um, know i just i forgot when i watched it but i remember that i was so obsessed with it that i had this friend from like really when we were seven Mm -hmm. we were friends already and then she moved to australia and then the only way we could we could we would communicate to each other was quoting mean girls
0: (laughs) which one of you was regina george
3: we were basically all of the characters because we just <laughs> like code each other Codes out of the blue So mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I hope you're still friends.
3: Yeah, we're still friends. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Good. We eyes. speak normally now. <laughs>
0: Very nice. Oh man. <laughs> I no judgments if you're gonna be talking exclusively in movie quotes. I I know people like that. Yeah. <laughs> and how about you, Mai? What when did you first watch this movie?
1: Well, when it came out in the cinemas, I was a fan <laughs> of Lindsay Lohan already at that point because she did um Freaky Friday. I loved right, Freaky right. Friday. And I think that was her like Peak, I think. Mean Girls. I'm sorry, Lindsay Lohan, but that was, to be honest. But <laughs> after that, I watched it in the cinema two more times, and I own the DVD, and I, I've watched it countless times. And I think this is the movie I've watched, rewatched the most in my entire life. Like it, 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 it even beat, like, let's say, Beauty and the Beast or Mulan. Growing up, mm-hmm. that's how much I am obsessed with it. Still. And after seeing the movie at the premiere, I still watched the original like a couple more
0: times. Very nice. Very nice. Well, in my case, I saw it in the cinema. Let's leave it at that. Okay. Yes. Because I'm young.
1: (laughs) Whatever, I also saw it in the cinema. But
0: yeah, um, I was really excited to watch the 2024 version, um, courtesy of Paramount Pictures Philippines. They kindly hosted me and Han. We went to the uh, preview screening at the Sony Columbia offices and uh, we had a great time. I also did not wear pink there, even if it specifically said so in the invitation. I figured it's not Wednesday.
1: Just keep trying to... You know, defend yourself. It wasn't. That's it was fine. Thursday. Fine.
0: Um, Can you imagine how bad I felt when the elevator doors opened and the whole office was pink? <laughs> I was
1: like, Shit. Well, I think you were in red, which is the primary color.
0: Yes, filter lang Okay, <laughs>
1: all right. I also want to thank Monster RX ninety three point one. Haven't said that in so long. Oh my god! Thank you, Hazel, for bringing me as your date. And yeah, Sayang Natuluk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you would be here too if you didn't
1: fall asleep. <laughs> Love, ya. Love
0: ya Hazel. Love <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: You can also she also guested here before. You can check out our episode on King Richard.
0: Yes. Yes. But anyway. It's okay. We still love Hazel, but today we love Han. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) So I'm glad you guys saw it together. So at least you have a shared experience and you can also share how it went at the screening room.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so um, I mentioned earlier that the movie is based primarily on the 2018 Broadway musical for which Tina Fey, who wrote the original movie, she also wrote the book of the musical and she wrote the script for the new movie based Mm -hmm. on the book based on the movie that she wrote. (laughs) She wrote everything.
1: Yes. Tina Fey can do anything. Yes, she can. I love her so much.
0: So the story basically is what you remember from 2004 where a girl named Katie goes to high school um, in the States after growing up in Africa. And she encounters all of these new rules that she has to follow, all these new social conditions that uh, her new friends um, have to walk her through. And she encounters uh, the popular girls, the the plastics. Uh, yes. tell, tell, tell us about the plastics. Why are they plastic?
3: Well just like how they described it in the movie they're like cold shiny hard and
2: well that's <laughs> true, that's true.
0: That is, it's very true <laughs>
3: And I don't know. I think it's a very fitting. I think also in the context of um, us in here, here in the Philippines, because there are a lot of people not plastic.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah it, it's an accurate description. I'm, I'm not, and I'm not sure if they have the same description in the US. That yeah. you call somebody who's different to your face and you know totally different person behind you. So I'm not sure if that's also a term for the US.
0: Well, I think it still fits either way. Yeah. yeah. And um, the queen bee here, the queen of the plastics, of course, is Regina George, played by Rachel McAdams in the original and played by Renee Rapp here. Mm-hmm. Who, Renee Rapp actually played Regina George. She was one of the replacement uh, Regina Georges from the original musical. So she knows this thing forwards and backwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's also joined by her minions. <laughs> minions. <laughs> 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 No, not Rosemans, I'm sorry. Karen, who is probably the dumbest person you'll ever meet. Mm -hmm. And Gretchen, whose hair is so big because she's the secret keeper of North Shore High School. Mm -hmm. Our lead character, Katie, is played by Angori Rice, who some of you may remember from the Spider-Man movies. Um, Wait, 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 where? She was
1: like their friend.
0: Yeah, she hooks up with Ned in Europe.
1: Oh, right. Okay, that's her.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, it is. Yeah. And she, 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 um, she's like the wide-eyed innocent person who's introduced to this new world of um, backstabbing and hierarchies and cliques and all these things. Um, something that I loved about the old one was that um, it is honestly one of the most quotable movies that you will yes. ever see. Like mm-hmm. even at a young age, when I first saw this movie, <laughs> I realized that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's really no denying that the 2004 original is legendary. It's like, it's yeah. Top tier, talaga in terms of teen movies, and it shaped so much of pop culture in the rest of the two thousands.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that sounds so gross, <laughs> but twenty years true. ago, it's true. But it's well loved, much quoted, like you said, and I, I felt like it was the perfect blend of that time's teen comedies. Like there were those like dumb teen comedies out there. And there's mm-hmm. no shortage of them in the two thousands, but. It was smart. Very smart. Mm-hmm. It's The writing was just intelligent. So it was the perfect mix of entertaining, still having those elements of what makes a fun, dumb, teenage movie at the time but also you pick something out of it without it being cheesy
0: apparently this was based on like real insights because Tina Fey based it on a nonfiction book called Queen Bees and Wannabes which was all about how people group together in high school and how they figured out their personalities and how everybody just wants to fit in and um, Mean Girls was really one of the first movies that Brought it out. I'm not, I don't want to say like in a real way, but it kind of was. You really felt the alienation of Katie when, when she first shows up in this crazy jungle place
1: and eats in the bathroom. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> have I? I have. You've I have. eaten in the bathroom? Yes, because somebody would keep taking my food. Oh my god But that wasn't in high school That was earlier So yeah, kids are mean Yeah, it's not just
0: girls, I guess
1: (laughs) But no, uh, I know that's gross Just one time lang naman
0: Okay, fine (laughs)
1: Just not one time But yeah, you could totally relate to how she would like try to navigate through all these different tables and personalities But just end up fitting in with, I guess, her seatmates in
0: homeroom That's true um I can't say I had any experience with mean girls per se like in real life but again again I'm, I I I I'm not a girl god damn it why am I here <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh how about you Han I mean could could you relate to this movie in any way
3: I think I don't think I can relate in terms of um there were mean girls like I've known mean girls in my life but when I was in high school, I was more of the um, the invisible person. Like mm-hmm. I could just blend in with all of the cliques mm-hmm. and I could just do that. So maybe it was a coping mechanism for myself so that they wouldn't be mean to me
1: <laughs> at mm. all.
0: <laughs> I mean, whatever worked at the time. Yeah. I was, yeah. Honestly, I can't imagine you being invisible in any context, but… Okay, fine. Um, I guess high school was different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this new movie, we also have Katie's friends, Damien and Janice, who help her out and figure out where she's supposed to fit in in this new food chain mm-hmm. that she finds herself in. And the casting here is a little bit different from the original one. Yes. What did you guys think about um, about Damien and Janice this time around? I
1: love Damien! <laughs> Janice was, I mean, Janice was Moana. One. She was Moana, yeah. <laughs> yes. So I that I appreciated at least I knew that I, I had no context about all the people in the cast and their singing abilities. Besides Renee Rapp, whose song from the soundtrack I was already hearing on the radio,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, it was comforting to know that Olii Carvalho, mm-hmm. uh was there. As you know, we already heard how she would sing. So I was like, oh, okay, that's great. At least somebody knows how to sing. And apparently, like they're all pretty good. So that surprised me having no context from the Broadway musical at all I didn't know any of the songs I just went in there as somebody who just wanted to see how this remake was but then with how it's diversified with um, different you know gender preferences also and you know their races and such I think it just made it more 2024 at this point because that's how you know it's nice to see a more diverse cast now it still played out like this the usual high school experience. Like no matter what race you are, you still have to go through that. So it's nice to just have that collective experience despite all the differences they put into this 2024 movie.
0: And I think it's kind of, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, that for all the things that have changed society-wise or whatever, um, a lot of the situations that happened in the first Mean Girls movie were still relatable in this new one. The bulk of the plot involves Katie infiltrating the plastics so she can find out exactly what they're saying about everyone around them. Um, They welcome Katie at the beginning because she's fresh meat, basically. They want to see what she's all about and um, things... Go from there. Eventually, Katie finds out everybody's secrets. She's got dirt in everybody. And unfortunately, at some point, she becomes a plastic herself. And the movie is all about um, finding yourself and being true to yourself. And um, how women are supposed to uplift each other instead of tearing each other down. You
1: have got to stop calling each other sluts and whores. (laughs) Sorry. I stopped (laughs) doing that years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Disclaimer. Lots of 2004 quotes will be coming up. Yeah.
0: No judgments. No (laughs) judgments. Okay. So, so that is the premise of the new one and the old one. Uh, What were you guys thinking going into this, Han? What were you thinking um, when we got the call to go see this movie or even when the first trailer came out? What were you expecting? What were you hoping?
3: I guess I was, um, what I was thinking when I first... Actually, it started when I learned about the casting. Um, when I heard that they got Renee Rap, I got really excited because um, I've seen um, how she sang the songs and how she was a really effective um, Regina George. So I was really excited about that. And then I heard they also got Ali. Um, and we all love her as Moana. So, mm-hmm. uh, And also since she was casted as Janice um, I feel like it's a ra- it's the right choice because for um, for the musical she has a lot of very powerful songs yes mm-hmm. and Absolutely. it was a good it was really a good choice that they got her for um, Janice
2: mm-hmm.
3: but for the for the movie um, I guess what I expected was since it was an adaptation of the musical I wanted to see like more of the musical mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah, I think that was pretty much what I um, expected initially from Mm-mm. it.
0: And how about after we saw it?
3: I well, uh, to be clear, I I love the movie, but I just wish that it had more of the um, musical elements. Um, yeah, because they casted so many people that could really sing and could really um, put themselves out there yes. and could really do justice to all of the songs. But I feel like. It was toned down, even for, even for Renee and Ali. But they did a really good job. But like, I wish I could have seen more.
0: Mm. See. That's fair. And, and and how about you, Mai? What, what <sighs> were you thinking going into this? I know you were excited.
1: Uh, I actually had mixed feelings because, first of all, it made me feel really old. <laughs> it's been twenty years, but ah. Uh, On a personal level, because I loved the original so much. It, it was the catalyst for a lot of things that I already love until this day. It started my love love for Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, SNL, Improv. Because apparently a lot of it was improv. So I fell in love with that concept. And it was formative for me. And I'm sure not just for me, but like an entire generation. Like millennials in general. And that's exactly why I found it so difficult to even fathom that there are other cinematic versions that dare associate <laughs> themselves with it. like the. I call it the imaginary sequel. Oh. <laughs> I call it the imaginary sequel cuz it doesn't exist to me. It's
0: that like direct no, to video thing? No, Mean is, girls too. No. Oh my is, god, that was that, so bad.
1: That is imaginary. <laughs> that, that that's like a, you know, it just It's one of those blips (laughs) in our timelines, but yeah, um, I also didn't watch the Broadway musical because well, no access, and also I was scared. I had the same feelings like I don't want it to mess up the image of what I have for what something I love so much, right? right? So I felt, I guess, going into it, I still have to watch it. I guess I was still pretty excited, Mm -hmm. and it it was comforting to me to know that it was a musical. So at least it wouldn't be like a carbon copy or try mm-hmm. to be so much of what I loved from the original. So right. I guess the only way I wouldn't hate it for me personally, my, my, um, <laughs> my internal monologue is uh. like, uh, the only way I wouldn't hate it is to look at this new version as it is, as a musical. And I guess that helped. Mm-hmm. It differentiated it in a way. And I did find it fun.
0: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I had um, a similar thought process. I think. I mean, I was worried about it because yeah, worried is a good. Because you know, remakes are hit and miss, and mm-hmm. in my head, you don't really try and remake something. And I know I've said it before, you don't remake something unless you think you can do something. You can do something better or something different with it. Mm-hmm. That's why I like remakes like. Oceans Eleven because the original was so boring. Okay, I like the Thomas Crown Affair because the original, you know, was really slow, and the new one, you know, they took it in a different direction. Um, for this one, Mean Girls, I think that they didn't take it far enough with regards to trying to make it new. Um, I was excited when they said it was going to be based on the Broadway musical, but if you watch the actual film, they it it it's not strictly based on the musical. It's like a hybrid between the musical mm-hmm. and the 2004. It's like mm-hmm. they didn't know if they wanted to adapt the musical or do a remake.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. also how I felt. So not even not seeing the musical, just looking at it in general as a musical. Mm-hmm. So um, even if I didn't have the context, it did have its dynamic moments. Mm-hmm. But there was still a lot of talking in between. <laughs> that's, <laughs> so true, that's true. It's like a lot of the narrative pushing forward is still through the talkies. And, you know, I'm used to musicals having like these pivotal moments being pushed forward by these amazing song numbers when which some cases did. But a lot of the fun was still just when it was just them not singing or dancing. So it's it's like a mix of the two, which was a little weird, but mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it. So it's <laughs>
0: fine. Fair enough. Oh, my God. Do not Google how old Lacey Shabert is now. No, thanks. Really? Really? You don't want to know? Lacey Shabert played Gretchen Wieners in the original one. You want to know how old she is? Mm. She's 41 now.
2: Damn. All right.
0: uh, (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Well, uh, I guess while we're at the topic of musical now, this is just like looking at it as… you know, like a moviegoer. Uh, it had, like I said, the visual dynamic moments that uh, that make a traditional musical. I did enjoy Revenge Party. That was good. I did enjoy Sexy from Halloween. One of my yes. favorite movies. Yep. That was really fun.
0: Yes.
2: Dance
1: break. So. Yes. But <laughs> um, visually, ang so niya for a musical. Yeah, like the shots were so tight, and I value dance as a huge part of musicals, but I was barely able to see much thanks to the predominantly, like, uh, you know, mid shot or tight shot framing, you know. So, Which,
0: which is kind of weird because the directors of this new one, Samantha Jane and Arturo Perez Jr., actually come from a music video background, and um. Yeah, I didn't feel that either. I felt, yeah, you're right. It could have been more dynamic. They could have widened the the, the frame a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like they weren't sure whether or not they should go all in on the musical part of it. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Um, actually, for um, since you mentioned uh, Revenge Party, I have a slightly different opinion on it when I watched it. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like, because when I watched the um, Revenge Party at first, like before in the musical, I feel like it's a song... That's uh that really has that really captured their feminine rage, yeah, okay. it's very rageful because mm-hmm. they wanna take revenge, and then when I watched the film, it was so colorful yeah. it, it
1: was it was yeah. it, it was really happy
3: it, it was it it's like a rainbow threw up everywhere yeah. <laughs> and although i like I like those aesthetics, like I am a very colorful colorful person myself. it's like it's not what I was expecting for a revenge song. Mm. Like, I wanted it... Not gory because it's still... (laughs) Oh, that would be (laughs) fun!
0: It would have been fun! The lyrics are hella gory, man.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I wanted to see more... um, Like, more of them being more spiteful and more being um, revengeful, I guess. Because it's
1: Mean Girls, exactly, And, like, this Revenge Party is where you see everything they tried to do to sabotage Regina.
3: like.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I felt like the, the things they did were kind of mild. I think, but uh, that's not mean. It's like, it's that's not backstabby at all. Like, I, <laughs> you know, I, I just felt not to compare. Again, it's so hard not to compare. But then um, the things Janice, Katie, and Damien would plot to do, just mm-hmm. to, like spite the plastics were so like like I missed the oh, fine That I'm fine I'm not gonna reference anymore but it's no it's okay <laughs> go right ahead that's what we're here for I missed the tank top with the holes yeah <laughs> like that level of mean When they brought the wet look back yeah it's like oh okay you just she just got you know the the sprinklers just got turned on okay
0: fine fair enough but <laughs> yeah that okay. wasn't
1: mean enough I know so I, I totally get what you mean
0: We can come back to um, what we missed um, later on. We'll talk about the okay. differences and the similarities. But right now, I want to know what did you guys like about the 2024 version?
3: What I really liked about it was how it really incorporated some of the um, um, elements of how social media comes into yes. bullies. <laughs> like um, the the whole the it's so funny to me. Um, the whole sequence where. They just um, like slut shamed and uh, <laughs> bullied Regina and Katie eventually mm-hmm. online, and then it's full of just people on TikTok just yes. making <laughs> videos yes. like, like their
0: hot takes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that was a good update.
3: And it's full of like memes, um, putting their pictures on um, on like meme videos, and then them putting out polls and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was it was a really good like. Modern take on um, bullying, I guess. Yes.
0: And there were a lot of cameos in that one.
1: Yeah. Megan Thee Stallion.
3: I know. It's <laughs>
0: like,
1: oh, it's like, in what world would Megan Thee Stallion care about these high school students? Yes. This one. This world. This <laughs> one. <Okay. laughs> it's like, did she, was she a North Shore alumna?
0: Oh my God. I think she would fit in there. Was she queen of the plastics at some point? Or was she victimized by them?
1: She was with the. Okay, fine. We, they don't even get into the cliques anymore with the, the, the mean names of the cliques. But referencing the old one, she'd probably be with the unfriendly black hotties.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> fine, fine. Not the horny band geeks. Fine.
1: <laughs> or you never know. You never know. Megan Thee Stallion, let us know.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know when she tags us. Anyways, um, what did you like about the movie, Mai?
1: To be fair, I like well, what Han already mentioned the, the injection of social media and how it is very 2024 but I also really liked the casting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. save for one which we will talk about later yes. that, that, that one we all agree with <laughs> but not
0: yep. Yep.
1: didn't hate it but didn't love it but mm-hmm. Renee Rapp was oh my god fucking amazing. I loved her so much, absolute perfection. I loved her so much. Yes, and it was kind of unnerving. There were moments how she sounded exactly like Rachel McAdams, like, like um, voice wise, Mm -hmm. voice wise. Was that the line from movie? Was that? that was her. So it's like, it's amazing how, what can she can do with her voice, obviously. And again, we already mentioned that Janice and Damien were great.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I loved
1: his um, French class moments <laughs> where, <laughs> where, where, um, where they were asking uh, like names and stuff. He's like, Celine Dion,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> no.
1: I love that so much. And yeah, basically the casting.
0: Absolutely. And, for me I, I agree with you guys I, on a lot of those points I really like the fact that they took efforts to update the old material oh, yeah. Yeah. whether it was the, the social media or even changing up some of the punchlines like when um, Damien performs at the talent show <laughs> gags oh. I, I, and I liked it because it was something new it was unex, unexpected but it still fits in perfectly with these characters and with this universe pray tell what did he sing <laughs> he sang this beautiful soulful French rendition of the iCarly theme song <laughs>
1: The best. I think that was one of my loudest laughs in the cinema. I
0: think I cackled. I
1: think everyone in the cinema that time really just (laughs) burst out laughing when
3: when they revealed it.
0: Because I'm sorry, old Damien's rendition of Beautiful was... You know, that wasn't the best. But did
1: you know, I, I think I remember um, Tina Fey mentioning in one interview, I think she, she wasn't even sure, but she was like, you know, when he threw the shoe back, mm-hmm. I think that was kind of improv. Really? <laughs> it's like they weren't expecting him to throw the shoe back. <laughs> I, I, also I
0: guess s- they added it in eventually, I also if saw, I remember correctly. There was also an interview with Tina Fey where she said that she just put in the iCarly gag. Just for the hell of it. And she's surprised it got all the way to the final version because Mm -hmm. she just put it in there because one of her co-writers on 30 Rock was obsessed with (laughs) iCarly. So she didn't know it was going to go all the way. As they should. As they should. Um, Yeah, I liked all the new little touches. Um, Which brings us to... I felt that the movie was a little bit heavy-handed in referencing the old one.
1: It's fan service. Because obviously, I think... A huge chunk of people who would be watching this, more than the generation now who Mm -hmm. they're probably really targeting. Mm -hmm. But there's no denying that people who would watch this mostly were us who grew up on it. That's true. So I feel that they had this pressure Mm -hmm. to please us I see so they were like people pleasers in this case yes. they want to make us happy but they also wanted to make the fans of the musical happy mm-hmm. but also appeal to the new generation so they were trying to do so many things that they could have just focused on one direction
0: Rachel McAdams is 45 years old shut up no.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry Jesus. I'm just
0: gonna be throwing this out as we go uh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the fan service han
3: i as a fan of the old one myself um i think i really appreciated it I just wish that they um they did it in a way that wasn't like because sometimes when they say the line that's refer- referencing the old movie mm-hmm. there, it would be like um, for example it, uh, the line she doesn't even go here and then there's like this little pause Hey.
0: <laughs> you get
1: it you get it like um, okay <laughs> so I, I, for me it didn't even have to have that many callbacks mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. just had to Still have that spirit of meanness, yeah, that yeah. was so present in I guess both also, also the Broadway musicals. Because since you have no complaints about it not being mean enough, so uh, <laughs> it's that it's just that non uh, that mean spiritedness and that eventual turn towards the end. So that parang, It's like it's that obvious change from that whole jungle kind of mm-hmm. scenario until like oh girl world is nice and happy we're all friends <laughs>
0: i i think they could have been meaner i mean yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think like it's in the title mean girls okay so um i in an interview tina fey said something like um even regina george would know better than just say something that would get herself canceled but i'm like i don't think regina george would care yeah
1: or have you? I think kids are still pretty mean these days. They can still say pretty terrible things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I
3: think uh, there's a way for Regina to be like. There's a lot of people out there that are really creatively mean. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, like they would know how to say things that would skirt around being canceled, but they're really, really mean. Yeah, I remember you. Um, there's not a scene where um, they did. Uh, um, the, when Regina says vintage that's cute there's, there's like Yes. there's something like that right yes. but it's so weird because um, nowadays people can still like do that yeah. passive-aggressively ag- passive like insult yeah. what you're wearing and in the most creative ways also <laughs>
1: like backhanded compliments
0: <laughs> yeah. yes yes Um, something else that Tina Fey said was that when she wrote the original movie 20 years ago, she was still basing a lot of it on her own experiences in high school. And she accepts that that might not necessarily, a lot of that might not necessarily apply to high school experience of today. But I mean, from what I've seen on social media and from what I've observed myself, I mean, like. Kids are just as mean now, if not yeah. more so, because social media has made it so much easier to like backstab somebody or to talk shit about them mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, no consequences, with no consequences because they're not face to face anymore. Yeah,
1: I get it, but I understand. I really understand how they're really trying not to um, offend. Offend, but I hope audiences also learn how to compartmentalized like yes there will be these mean moments on screen but it's all part of the narrative that's what (laughs) makes the characters Mm. what they are mean girls plastics yes Um, And there is still that sort of redemption towards the end. So that's for me what just really pushes the narrative forward. So I hope audiences can still learn to decipher it's part of the story. And it has to be that mean, okay? It doesn't have to be cancelable, but still mean for you to really see the difference.
0: Can we talk about one sequence that was in the old one that I thought really encapsulated the whole film that isn't in the new one? And um, Han is actually the one who pointed this out to me. The four-way phone call, where, yes, um, where yeah, where Katie is just getting dirt on everybody, and everybody is just talking shit about the other one because they don't they know they don't think that the other yeah. people will ever hear what they're saying.
1: Aren't you so mad at Gretchen for telling me? <laughs>
3: I think it's such a, a. I wish they put it in the film because, like, maybe they could have done it like over Facetime or something. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Like it, like, we don't do um, three-way, four-way phone calls anymore. I mean, no one uses the phone anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but
2: true.
3: But they could have done it like a FaceTime call or um, yeah. something. And then something you, you, you mute
0: like, your mic, turn off the camera or whatever, yeah, and then you're on your actually. phone, right?
1: Yeah, or like just have another chat window. Exactly. Yeah. Screenshot. Right, yeah. Yeah.
2: right.
0: So Receipts. Yeah, exactly. And they still could have done the four-way split screen. It still kind of would have yeah. worked. Where yeah. you see what each of them is doing. I especially like that bit I'm sorry I just remembered from that four-way split screen where Regina George is just eating everything inside yes. and she, she cuts a small piece of bread and then she looks at it and she eats the whole big piece of bread anyway
1: <laughs> my god the small touches like that I uh, oh my
3: god they could have done like if it was like a zoom call and then for Karen and it, um, maybe she thought she was muted
2: Yeah. But- <laughs> That's right. That's
1: something. right. Oh, missed opportunity. Right, right. Oh gosh, sayang. But yes, that's another. Like it's just transposed into like current times. There's still mm-hmm. so many ways
0: to be mm-hmm. mean. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So we we so we agree then. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you agree? agree.
2: <laughs> you think <it> really pretty. <laughs>
0: um. Let's let's talk about the characters. Uh. First and foremost, of course, we have. Angry Rice as Katie uh groan <laughs> <laughs> She's not even the narrator in this one. No,
1: I, I see I see why. I mean, fine. Yeah, because
0: she, she doesn't have the vocal oh range. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't even sing the opening number. Her friends had to sing us yeah. into the movie. No, I think it's just a change of perspective. One thing they tried to do different. Like Mm-mm. this is a cautionary tale, as they say. So, I guess. Uh, so you can really see Katie into it. But that's not my main problem. My main problem was she just looks She's so... basic. Di- I was okay. Mean girl.
0: Okay, I'm <laughs> Over
1: sorry. Over here. No, I fine. Kind of vanilla. I'm sorry. No, she's
0: very vanilla. Yeah,
1: yeah. but no, cause okay, I hate again. We shouldn't be comparing, but given the context of all the callbacks, mm-hmm. I have to compare. Yeah, no choice. Um, what I loved about Lindsay Lohan was she perfectly showed us being KD, the new girl, mm-hmm, fresh meat, mm-hmm. completely naive and oblivious to everything. And you could really see her transformation to becoming like Queen Bee eventually. Yes. So it's not just acting-wise, because yes. Lindsay, oh my God, she nailed every part of that narrative from being a loser to Queen Bee. And also visually, like the the styling, you could really mm. see it. But I barely even saw that transformation with Angori Rice. I'm so yes. sorry. Because no, it's that's true. that's what makes this so pivotal for Katie as a character because, like, oh, you're the new girl, and then suddenly you just skyrocket into being the new Regina George. Mm-hmm. That's like very drastic. So yeah, not, drastic was nowhere to be found here.
0: But- I also like in the old one. You're right. They built up to it, where she became queen bitch. Where at some point, she, even she didn't realize that she was doing it.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. In the
0: old one, they, they had something like um, where where she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do some Regina George bashing today," and, uh, and, and
1: major plastic sabotage.
0: And 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 her friends are like, "We don't have anything planned today." And He's like, "No, I got. I'm I, I'm doing my own thing."
1: I plan this on my own.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, for. Um, When Lindsay did it, um, it was more apparent when she um, transformed into the queen bee. But when Angauri did it, um, it felt like it really just felt like she was playing a a person that's trying to
1: be mean, but
0: not really mean. Like we had to take their word for it that she was now a queen bitch.
1: Yeah, so Lindsay had this staggering change. Meanwhile, for me, Angauri was just like, that moment when she just finally says, oh, you can't sit with us. That was the meanest she got. That was the most queen bee she got.
0: Boo hoo! Right. Well, speaking of the narrative, let's talk about the narrators. Here we have um, Jaquel Spivy as Damien and Moana as…
2: Moana.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> she is as Janice, okay? Want to see how far she'll go? <laughs> <laughs> very far. Because <laughs> she wasn't mean enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I think that the movie is brilliant whenever Damien and Janice take over. I yes. love
1: them. So I, I, so I didn't find it bad that they were the narrators at this point. Because I just loved them so much. Their chemistry was great.
0: And I appreciated that. I, I, I loved um, I loved the best friends. Because yeah. they are there to call out Katie on her shit when, when she turns. Even if even if Angori didn't sell it, they did. Mm-hmm. They sold mm-hmm. the hurt. They sold the betrayal. They were even watching the same horror movie <laughs> um, when 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 Katie comes to them on Halloween on Halloween night, and um, you really believe that um, they would be offended by how their friend basically screwed them over. Yeah, I even liked the change um, from having the car back by midnight <laughs> yeah. and making a segue. Oh my God! <laughs> And it's in the spirit of the original without yeah. having to redo the original. Yeah, exactly. Which was great. But okay, fine. Let's say something nice about Angoria's Katie. She looks like Jenna Fisher. Yes! Oh, no!
2: <laughs> oh,
1: they yes, look the so much alike. The, the, okay, now that we're in the casting, I love the mom casting. So at first, <laughs> to see Tina Fey, to see Tim Meadows as the teachers, mm-hmm. I was so excited to see... Regina's mom is like, please let it be Amy Poehler. Please let it be Amy Poehler. But it wasn't. But I forgave that because Busy Phillips looks so much like Renee Rapp, yes. So yes. believable. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. I forgive it. I got over it quickly because Busy Phillips was hella funny. Because she's not yeah. like other
0: moms. She's a cool mom.
1: <laughs> Follow her on Instagram. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, also, uh, obviously, Pam <laughs> as <laughs> Katie's mom. The, 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 the splitting images are amazing.
3: I remember there was um, when I was watching, and then there's this scene in the classroom with Katie. She had half her hair back, and I I almost thought it was like um, Jenna Fisher in The Office.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she really looked like her. Yeah, the casting for the moms was amazing.
0: Can I can I just say it was interesting that there aren't any dads in this version? Like K- Katie, right, Katie yeah, comes dad. from a single mom home now.
1: And you don't see Regina's dad either.
0: Yeah, that poor guy taking pictures. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Doesn't she look great, honey? <laughs> He's just at the side, like, crying. Um, but
3: I didn't mind that yeah. it wasn't there. Because yeah. it was kind of uncomfortable for, like, with the, in the old movie with the dads and then um, seeing their daughters like that. And then they were, like, uncomfortable in a very... It's, like, insinuating something yeah. not great, so...
1: Well, well. Although their daughters here weren't so bad, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: true. It's like yeah, the, the the they were like the mean girls in a Disney movie kind yeah, of in this one.
1: Yeah, and that's what I liked about the, it. Was raw. The original was raw. They was were really, real.
0: they were like really nasty to each yeah, other.
1: Yeah. So that's just what makes it so effective.
0: But I will say I do like Tina Fey and Tim Meadows teachers are actually <laughs> together in this one. They're I so cute. I squeed <laughs> when
1: they were like they, they officially made principal Duval and Mrs. Miss Nar- Narbury a couple with, with like you're walking the dog like I'm going to mm-hmm. do this for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It is Meanwhile In the original You just have them You know Their little flirting moments And towards the end In the spring fling Just dancing together With Tina Fey And her little doe eyes And stuff That was adorable (laughs) But like here Oh my god They're so cute (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's the fan service I appreciated.
0: Yeah, that was fine. Because, again, they weren't just redoing what they did 20 years ago. That yeah. was fun. Um, something that made the old movie stand out uh, visually was the outfits. Uh, what do you guys have to say about the outfits Han here? I a
1: lot to say. I'm okay. not an
0: expert, okay? I dress like a 12-year-old. You didn't wear pink. I did not wear pink. But... Surely you guys have other opinions on other people's outfits. Yes, we do.
3: Okay, so look.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the moment was Oh preparing my god.
3: For. <laughs> so we we were all like expecting so much from this film and it's a mean girls movie. You have all of these girls that are supposed to be on top of their fashion game. Mm-hmm. And They also, I remember them releasing like stills from the movie before it came out and everyone just ripped into it very hard. Oh, man. (laughs) And I was really hopeful like um, when the movie, if ever when the movie came out, maybe it's just that one still. Yeah,
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
3: But then it was like that, the whole movie. And for me, it's like... It's like everyone was shopping in Shein or something.
2: Oh my god. No. That is
3: harsh.
1: Shein. And (laughs) yeah, we don't have the… Back in the 2000s, yes, it's juicy couture. In my day… Shut up.
0: In her (laughs) day…
1: you're older. Uh and <laughs> the, the track pants, the mini skirts, the the, the statement tees, you know, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was very reflective of the time, but I don't know, this didn't have any character. And it was so weird because like
3: for Gen Z fashion nowadays there are so many other things that could look really really good, like teen girl fashion um it it could have been so much more, but they chose to, they chose um, outfits that were more fads for the Gen Zs and it can, like, really go out of style really really quickly.
1: Yeah.
0: So you don't see, like, this one being watched 20 years from now, same as the old one?
3: I feel like it, it's still, like, it could be watchable still, but, like, I think the fashion is
0: just... Uh, oh, my God. We're going to be laughing at the outfits then. Mm. Oh,
3: uh, yeah, that's... Well, <laughs> We're both like <laughs> but, but then again there are there are a lot of fashion things that we cringe at nowadays but um, they're coming back into season right
1: now. true. <laughs> is true. I, was, I don't get it. was not expecting to see elephant pants
0: again or cargo <laughs> pants.
3: Uh, or low-rise uh, jeans. Yes.
0: As an unfashionable person, I will say I expected more from the plastics. Yeah. 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 From Regina George especially.
1: Well, Regina had this really cool bodysuit moment with, you know, like the cut-out sides with the jeans. But mm-hmm. then, um I I would imagine especially if you put social media into it like these people would like be influencers they would have so yes. many followers they yes. would dress to The tea, and I think the best dressed out of them would be Karen because she injected some of her like culture yeah, into it, yeah. And you know, obviously, all the boobage going on that she's so proud of, so yeah, I feel like she's the best dressed one out of them. But you expect a lot from Regina, which had her cool androgynous moments, but I don't know, I and wasn't just, expecting mini skirts, but
3: mm. and it's kind of weird because, like, if you see the cast in press tours, they really like because sometimes impressors they would still like dress up as mm-hmm. themselves but as their character and mm-hmm. they kind of did
0: it
1: better than, yeah. than they did it in the movie exactly so sayang I mean they could have had fun with it it's a musical
0: that's true that's <laughs> true What were your favorite moments though? Um, what, what's going to stick with you? Like when somebody says Mean Girls 2024, what are you going to remember? What's going to pop up first? <sighs>
1: um, I think the cameos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, hey, let's go there. The, the movie has a lot of cameos yeah. that I wasn't expecting. Yeah,
1: so I wasn't expecting Ashley Park, but then when she was there, I was like, oh, it made sense because I just happened to know she was Gretchen right, in right. the Broadway musical. I did not expect to see John Hamm. In <laughs> which I was like, if John Hamm was Coach Carr, yes, I would understand why he'd be hooking up with people in the projection room above the auditorium. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> it's like which, yeah. which got downgraded to a janitor's closet now. I know. Which is gross, because who the hell would make out in a janitor's closet?
1: I mean, if you're really that, you know... In high school hormones. Ugh,
0: and fine. If it's John
1: Ham, <laughs> oh my god, if it's John Ham. This again. podcast
0: does not endorse <laughs> underage sex with teachers and students I in am, any shape, form, yes, or size. We
1: don't. But I am not underage. But this grown
0: ass as- <laughs> woman next to me would happen <laughs> to go after John Ham.
1: Watch the original movie twenty <laughs> years ago. That is enough, right? Okay,
0: mm-hmm, yes, sure. I, sure. Yeah. Yeah. John, and it's John Ham. Fine.
1: Yeah, so I guess they uncreepified Coach Carr, which is fine.
0: He's still a moron.
1: Still, I love it when John Ham plays idiots.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: I really love it. So, <laughs> yeah. I um, love it when he spelled hormones. <laughs> 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 and which it also is a callback to the original because Coach Carr spelled chlamydia wrong. Yes. Yeah. He's with a key. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, John Ham totally would, you know fine, uh, <laughs> in a closet, whatever. Um, can we also get to the surprise cameo? Yes,
0: I, I, and I remember discussing this with Han because I said, um, I remembered when the movie was being made, um, it made headlines that none of the original cast wanted to be in this remake to do cameos because they said what was offered to them wasn't much. It was kind of insulting.
1: Well, I heard differently from Tina Fey. Oh. In an uh, in an interview I read, it was more like, okay, producers were like, can we get the original girls back? Mm-hmm, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: then, parang it was more of, we can't do all five, which was a nicer way, I guess, to say that we don't have the budget for all five anymore. Well,
0: that's true because it's this true. wasn't supposed to be in theaters. It was supposed yeah, to be direct to streaming.
1: Exactly. So she just, you know, uh, sugarcoated it a bit that we can't have all five. But she said something like, we just have to have this one. This one person. Well, 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 what
0: I say is that I think she was the cheapest at this point. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I think she needed the money. She All she does now is rom-coms on Netflix.
1: Oh God! But yes, loved seeing Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yes, fine. Very happy about that. And I felt that that was the perfect moment because you've seen all the other cameos at this point. Mm-hmm. You've seen, uh, you know, Ashley Park and also I know coach Carr at the start but then I wasn't expecting to see Lindsay Lohan that late in the movie but I felt like it was the perfect moment at the math math lead competition thing was it regionals yeah
0: it was a nice it was a yeah. nice callback mm-hmm. and it was a very good surprise yes. actually to see her there
1: yeah and it was a pivotal redeeming moment for KD as a character so it was I think also the most meaningful place to put her in
0: i suppose that makes sense yeah.
1: And surprising, so it's like holy shit, it's Lindsay Lohan, <laughs> <laughs> and there were like gasps in the cinemas.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you're like oh. <gasps>
1: nobody was, nobody saw it coming.
0: That is true. That is true. So seeing Lindsay was great. Somebody I also would have wanted to see was Jonathan Bennett.
2: Aww. Right? Because he, he was
0: he was Aaron in the original. And I, I'm sorry, the, the new guy just doesn't do it for me, as I know what that sounds like. But <laughs> the new guy is just, and I apologize to everyone who's in love with him. Um, It's just, Christopher Briney is just I literally said, what's wrong with his face oh when he, when he first turned around, it's just not your time. When he'd be asking for pencils or when he's telling you what the day is, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's not doing it for me. <laughs> Why is she in Should love with be? him? <laughs> no, but don't answer that. <laughs> but, 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 you know, um, uh, what's the appeal? I don't get it.
3: Okay. So we have Chris Briney, um, Some people, actually most people know him from like the Summer I Turned Pretty series. And Mm -hmm, everyone mm -hmm. on that series loves him. And I can see the appeal. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm not attracted to him per se, but I can see the appeal. But for him to be playing Aaron Samuels, who is supposedly a jock and a popular guy. I feel like Chris Briney is more of like, he's attractive, but he's like the mysterious cool guy in the corner kind of attractive. Yeah. So it's... It doesn't really fit with an Aaron Samuels type. That's why I think it didn't work that well for me. He's yeah.
0: not the kind that, you know, like love at first sight, which yeah. is what they were going for. In this one, it just felt like she's falling for him because that's what they did in the old one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know, he just doesn't look like a jock at all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean fine, I can see why how he's cute in a way, yung tama ni Jonathan Bennett before I remember finding him. So cute. I said he was super duper cute, but you know, it here it's just like, oh, uh, he doesn't look like he does both football and swimming. Swimming, he's right? Like he hasn't exercised today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right? He seemed like, uh, fine, he's believable as somebody taking calculus, but not like the whole oh my god. Should he be a mathlete? Uh, hey, Kevin Apoor. Was funny. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Did you
1: see the OGs, Kevin Apores, glow up? Kevin G. Yes, <laughs> he's so hot now. Are you? Uh, I have. I thought seen we this. weren't gonna have a thirst portion sorry, today. Sorry. I Well, John Hamm can't help it. Oh sorry. my god. Can I have a thirst portion? Yes,
0: of course. Renée. Go. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. yes. Renee is awesome. <laughs> Renee is fantastic. She owns this movie.
3: I am very much in love with her. I don't know if you noticed when we were watching but every time she comes on screen like there are close ups of her I would just gasp and just <laughs>
1: oh my god I'm so I'm in love with her. She's so pretty TBH so I mean yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean I have no objections clearly. Um and apparently that is something that a lot of people agree on. Because the reviews for the movie have been somewhat mixed. But everyone can agree. That Renee Rapp as Regina George is like the best thing. Mm-hmm. Honestly. She's she's fantastic. Kevin G. What the oh, actual hell? Sorry, okay. So now we're looking at a picture of <laughs> Kevin G. From 2004. And apparently he had a glow up.
1: Mega glow up. Just saying. Anyway. Going back. Um... I'm so happy, hon. Also has a thirst portion. Welcome, welcome. What the hell? (laughs) Very, very... um... Wait, Tim Meadows still looks good.
0: Oh my God. Okay, fine. With his carpal tunnel hand. (laughs)
1: Whatever, but you know... He didn't leave the South Side for this. (laughs)
0: okay okay fine okay are okay. we done are we done no. looking at for everyone who's wondering it's his name is rajiv surendra and you can look him up and yeah he had a glow up kevin g he's apparently a hot math leader whatever the hell
3: i can see why he would take a straight off now
0: why am i here
1: he'd <laughs> <laughs> be like oh kevin g <laughs> what am i doing here <laughs> <laughs> so yeah okay fine but the, I, I'm i sorry we just can't stop referencing the old one and I didn't want to do it but
0: no I think again I think sorry. it's the filmmakers fault also <laughs> <laughs> because they made so many references and so many callbacks it's like they were afraid to make a straight adaptation mm. um, of the musical that they were using the 2004 film as like their safety net
1: oh okay mm-hmm. Here, here's a thought I didn't see the Broadway musical, and I guess um, for me, watching the movie with the songs, none of them really stuck. Sexy. Well, as I can't remember, like there are songs like after you hear it once in the cinema and you go out, and then it's stuck on your head. Oh, yeah. what was stuck on my head was actually the "It's Not My Fault," which is like yeah. the, the pop song. Right, that's just the, incredible the song Yeah, right. but that's what was stuck on my head. Like I don't. I do remember a little bit of sexy but I can't sing it. You know what I mean? So that doesn't have It doesn't that.
0: help that what you remember is the dance break. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. So, right? So I don't know if it if it just wasn't effective in really translating how good the songs maybe were. So maybe, Han, you can shed a little light on how it was for you with the musical. Musical.
3: I think um, for me, when I left the cinema, um, the thing that really stuck out to me was um, Regina's solo.
1: Like... Oh, that's the only line I remember. Yeah, my my name, name is Regina Jones. Exactly. I'm not going to sing it.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> you just did. Though.
2: You just <laughs> but did. But that's <laughs> the only
1: memorable line and I can't sing
3: anything else. Yes. And that's just, uh, I can see your point because I've I watched it and I've listened to the soundtrack so many times. So it, I'm bound to remember a lot of it. But mm-hmm. uh, when you say that um, you um, you guys haven't watched the Broadway and then you didn't, it, it, nothing really stuck into your heads. I, I think I get that. Mm
1: so was it real? it's just really the songs or is it just how they were you know um, portrayed here
3: I think I think it's more of how they were um, portrayed because they had the potential to be so much more powerful especially with singers like Renee Oli um, even like B.B. Uh, Wood and Avantika mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. they were really good yep and it could have been so much more and I guess I get it it's not Fully the musical, but mm-hmm. I wish they could have leaned in more about that. And can I just talk about? Um, I forgot the uh, the the title, but the one that Katie sings,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: it's it's kind of an issue on um, TikTok for a while now, because they compared the Broadway version with the um, with the movie musical version, because um, she sang it so so. It's like it. She kind of sang it with no, not really no emotion, but really, really plainly. Mm-hmm. And in the musical, it was like having a crush on someone and feeling it like, oh wow! Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's it's a it's a very visceral feeling having a crush. And then um, when they sang it on, on Broadway, um, I think that's why most people are disappointed because it was such a powerful song. And then when Katie sang it. It was like, am and unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you hear it side by side with the Broadway, it's it's very very different. Which is it's like weak. It's it's like do you even have a crush on this boy?
0: Oh. <laughs> well, if it's that boy. Oh <laughs> Katie <laughs> could have done better. Yeah. But you know she's been living in Africa for years. She doesn't know any better. His
1: hair still doesn't look sexy pushed back. <laughs>
0: It's sad, really. Yeah,
1: but but fine. I know we've been ripping it to shreds <laughs> for the past hour or so, but if you take it as is, it's still fun. Yeah. I think the best way to enjoy it is try not to compare. Or if you're watching it with fresh eyes, that's mm-hmm. fine. And then mm-hmm. that would actually be better if you watch this and then go on with the original after.
0: Right, yeah. right. Um. For me, I have kind of the opposite thing. Um, For me, because of the compromises that they made in trying to have their cake and eat it. And, oh, it's kind of a remake, but it's also kind of an adaptation of the musical. But it's neither here nor there. I think it only really works if you're familiar with the original. Hmm. I I, mean, I love the casting of Renee Rapp as Regina George. I love the little touches of Tim Meadows and, and uh, Tina Fey being around. I love some of the updated gags. Um, but overall, I I still have this overall feeling that you only really, really appreciate what you're watching if you know what it's in reference to versus yeah. standing on its own.
1: To be fair, the reactions in the cinema, the loudest laughs were, besides the iCarly joke, <laughs> um, were from the callbacks and punchlines, which were in the original. So I don't know if people were laughing because it was just really that funny, or most of the people I was I was with were just fans of the original. And it's like, ha ha, finally it's there.
0: You mm, know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. You go, Glen Coco. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So there. <laughs> I don't know if it's just really funny on its own.
0: That's true. I'm just glad about Glen Coco because there would have been a riot if they didn't have that
1: line. Mm-hmm. I guess. Do we miss any lines? No, I think. Mm, no,
0: no. Mm. Boo, you whore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't, don't even, you.
1: they don't even say whore in Beetle? No, they, they don't, don't say whore. They yeah. don't
0: say skanks. They don't say, has any of you been victimized by Regina George? It's, it's 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 a safe version yeah, of something that safe. we love. I
3: think the meanest they said and it was it it is also part of the lyrics in the Broadway musical. It's Fugly Cow. Mm-hmm. Which is not yeah. that mean. Yes. Yeah, that's not that mean.
1: Anyone can be a fugly cow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh you call me a fugly cow. Oh, okay. Okay. But if it's a fugly slut. Yeah. So we're allowed to swear in this podcast anyway, so that's fine. Um so yeah.
0: What do you think, Han? How would you i mean, what what's your takeaway from all this?
1: I think,
3: um, I really, really enjoyed the film. but i I think for me, i wish I wish I hadn't seen the musical beforehand because oh. I think that's the part Ooh. that really um, not disappointed, but like, kind of kind of slightly let down been a letdown for me because, mm-hmm. um I listen. I listen to the soundtrack, a lot of Broadway songs on soundtrack when Mm -hmm. I work. So I have it in my mind all the time. Mm -hmm. And then when I watched it and then saw them singing and knowing that they have, I think I've said it like multiple times on here now, like um, a lot of them have so much potential for it to be so much more. And I think um, if I didn't know that before coming in, I would have enjoyed it a little bit more. Mm. Yeah. And also, um, my final thought is like I am just really, really, really in love with Renee. Rapp.
2: <laughs> that is yes. a good. That she is a good. Phenomenal
3: and terrifying and perfection. Like Renee Rapp, if you hear this, I'm free on February. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, it may, maybe they can do like a proper remake next time. Like if they do a proper remake, let, let Renee Rapp really let loose. You know, something with a proper budget. And maybe more time and care maybe. into doing something new. Or
1: you know, they could push it more. Cause you know, Tina Fey's a pusher. She pushes pusher. <laughs> <laughs> push the even more. Anyway.
3: Uh, I
1: think there should be like a reference counter here somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, for me, um, it's fun the man. <laughs> it's fun the man. Uh, wait, okay, fine. Um We don't hate it.
2: We don't, yeah, we don't hate it. it.
1: Okay, um, I guess I would still say go watch it. Mm-hmm. Why not? I mean, it's not a waste of your time, the man. So for sure, it's still a really fun movie. Yeah, it is. is. It objectively, is. It is. objectively it is, but it's nice for fans of the original to see how I guess their fire or their favorite characters would evolve yep, into yep. this new, you know, time and space <laughs> with social media and stuff. Would I say iconic though? No, like if this was the reference of this new generation of kids and this is what they watch first, I don't think it would be as raw or effective or gritty or like it wouldn't punch as hard. So I'm not, I'm just not sure if this new generation of kids who could most relate to the current high school experience would consider this as one of their top comedy movies because I think you'd still have like all the boys I've loved before you know the fluffy stuff Mm -hmm.
2: right
0: right
1: this could have been so different from all the fluff we're getting right now yes because right now a trend I see with the rom-coms now it's it's very very light light, light light-hearted and you finally have mean girls which could be edgy which could be more fun and more raw and this still was kind of fluffy so yeah um it should have been more of a slap to the face. I know. Mm. So, you know, or a bus, or a big yellow bus. <laughs> uh, but, but they will probably hear enough from their millennial parents saying <laughs> that the 2004 one was so much better that they'll be compelled to watch the original. And that's, I guess, what is a win for me.
0: That's true. I look forward to hearing from people who are entering the Mean Girls universe for the first time yes. through this movie. Because yes. um, clearly the three of us are kind of biased because yeah. we know the original. It's so iconic. It's been in our brains for 20 years. Um, <laughs> Shut
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> See, even just the
1: tone of delivery yes. is so iconic. Yes.
0: And um, I, I I think I agree with you in that they could have made it a bit more risque, not necessarily with the sex stuff, but just in 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 how gritty they would treat they treated the material. Yeah. Um, just because Regina George would be afraid to say something that would get herself canceled, according to Tina Fey, I don't think the movie should have taken that approach either. The movie had a real chance to say something about how nasty high school kids can be to mm-hmm. each other because mm-hmm. everyone's trying to find their own identity. Everyone's trying to find where they fit in and discover their personalities. And um, um, this movie takes the safest possible way of of of, um, of doing it.
1: Yeah, it's like you don't get hit by the big yellow school bus. You get hit by that little segue <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> instead. <laughs> Which, I mean, literally is in this 2024 movie. But yeah, that's just the effect. It's not like... Whoa, this is going to be revered for years. Nah. Doesn't get that vibe. Probably not.
0: But um just before we close off, um I love <laughs> one of the gags that I really love in the new one is is how freaking high Regina George is at the end. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, in the deleted scenes of the original where she's like I'm on a lot of pain medication right now so I forgive you Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. then or like how when Katie breaks off the crown and she like hands it over to people and Regina just like misses
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that bit I love that because again it's something we haven't seen mm-hmm. but it's something we know but recontextualize. Yeah, but it it works no yeah. mane.
1: So it's yeah. like no need for the extreme safety net of the original.
0: Yeah. And that is what we thought of Mean Girls. Um, Let us know what you guys thought about it. I really want to hear from people who are watching Mean Girls for the first time. People without a lot of baggage, like three people you've been listening (laughs) to. Thank you so much, Han, for joining us today. Where can we find you on socials?
3: Um, I'm at Hanwich H-A-N-N-W W-I-C-H on all platforms especially on TikTok I do a lot of stupid shit on TikTok
1: so. <laughs> you'd probably be one of the people who would make memes out of Katie or
0: Regina <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> Okay, if you're doing that wet look next week, I'm not going to be surprised. <laughs> but anyways, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Sub or Tours. You can catch us at Sub or Tours Podcast or our Facebook group, Sub or Tours We Like Movies. Let us know what you thought of this movie. We don't know if Anjo is going to be back next week, but it's okay. <laughs> Han is awesome. And thank you so not much. Not passive but all Misha. <laughs> because we don't do that in the 21st century. Okay. We're not as mean. Okay. Girl.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Oh <laughs> god.
0: Anyways, I'm your, we're your, we're your host. I'm Misha. I can't believe we didn't squeeze fetch into this. Because oh my it's god. not a thing. It's not going to be a thing. Stop trying to make it a thing.
1: And, you know, I, I, admittedly, the 2024 one wasn't fetch for me. Sorry.
0: Oh my god. Okay. That w- that's my.
2: Yeah.
0: Rule. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was fun. Boo, you whore. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say anything. This is is where we
1: squeeze shit in while we can.
0: I know, I know. Is your muffin
1: buttered? (laughs) I don't know where else to insert things.
0: I'm a sexy mouse, duh.
1: She just says mouse, Misha. Get it right. Fine, (laughs) Duh. (laughs)